He has figured out a way to be invisible. Only thing more brilliant than inventing something that makes you invisible is coming up with the perfect way to torture you, even in death. So let's talk about The Invisible Man from uh, 2020, not the 1933 version. I watched the 1933 version. <laughs> I almost did. Really? I was thinking about it after. He's here! The Invisible Man! I am like super curious about Jesse's opinion on this one. Me too, which is why I picked it. Jesse and I don't really have similar movie tastes. Joe's kind of in the middle. I love horror. I used to make Jesse watch horror movies when we were kids and he would laugh at them and I would get really mad. Yeah, hold on. (laughs) Can I start with that story of you made me watch The Strangers and you were like, you were so hyped. You were like, this is the best. And we were watching it and I started laughing during it. And you were like, are you kidding me? And then what I think really made it is like, you know, it's like based on a true story. And we looked it up and it was like when he was a kid, someone knocked on his door. And then later he found out his neighbor was robbed. And I was like, "Come, that's the story. Come on. I think it was classified as a comedy now, right? I think so. I think yeah. it was re. <laughs> but I think that stopped Joe from even asking me to watch horror movies for like a couple of years. Yeah, I stopped after that for <laughs> yeah. sure. Uh, yep. <laughs> but I, so I was trying to find one that you would potentially like, like, I'm not going to recommend like a, like a hostile or a saw just because there's no point you would I hate feel like, it. Well, I feel like we, <laughs> I don't know. Cause I don't remember how young we were when we watched the strangers too. Cause it was like a sleepover it came out in 2008, like so we were probably in eighth grade eighth, okay. or something yeah. like that. And there was like something with that director coming to the high school at the time. We weren't in high school, yeah. I remember. I was so bummed. It was like I a friend of an that. English teacher or something. Yeah. Did uh, Did you like the movie? Oh, I didn't watch that. Yeah, how about that? Um, so I- <laughs> Yeah, let's go with Jesse. Yeah, so before we say anything, we are going to spoil the movie. So I will say, absolutely. please watch the movie before you listen to this because- who wants to be spoiled? No, or if you just want to watch some like very gory clips, maybe that we edit into this, and you just want those parts, then keep watching. I know Joe and I have both seen this before, so I want to hear Jesse. What do you? How did you feel? What were your oh. thoughts? Well, okay, I'll, I'll give you my thoughts. A <laughs> little more suspense. When we went to Florida in like fifth grade or something, like really young, and like Pop Pop always had like the hbo all those channels i feel like we found some horror movie on it like you know one in the morning while we were right. there and it was like hostile or something so maybe it was really good <laughs> i don't know i don't enjoy these movies in general <laughs> but i thought it was a okay enough like a good idea like i didn't realize too that it was i liked the fact that it was more like real life i thought it was just going to be like the invisible person was a creature that was, you know, like I went into thinking it was like a supernatural storyline. I figured you might have liked the tech aspect of it. I don't know. It was kind of like he reminded me of like a, a scary Iron Man and Elon Musk type of character. Like if they if they were evil, the invisible guy. Exactly. But I mean, like, where was his side of the story? You know, 
Like he's just painted to be this bad guy, and he's like upset. It's like you true. Know, do we get his That's side? That's a good of the point, story? right? You're um, right. I think it's about her though. Like I think the it's the movie is about her. I know it's. I could see that thinking back to it. Yeah. No I'm kidding. I like that aspect. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I kind of wish. I agree. I kind of wish we had a little more backstory on him. I think it would ruin it if if you like learn too much about him because I feel like he looks just like he, he looks like a nice enough dude, you know, but like all you see, you don't really see his face until that final sequence. Um, and so I feel like it kind of makes it all the more like menacing throughout. Um, it like dehumanizes him almost uh, until the end where you're like, maybe this dude's all right. And then, you know, he dies. You know, at the end, right? It was his brother. He didn't do any of this bad stuff. It was him, right? Let's talk about it at the end when we talk about the end. (laughs) We're done with this movie, right? (laughs) It's about her. He has no backstory. And it was his brother. There you go. Yeah, I'm okay with the no backstory. You know, I think we get it how horrible he is. Mm -hmm. It was interesting, though, like the... I mean, like you said, the tech aspect a little bit of just I feel like there was something a few years ago that I feel like might have come out of the University of Rochester, the optics lab, where they like made a like, you know, like an invisible piece of wall that you could walk behind, but all optics tricks. Weird. So this guy might have been from Rochester is all I'm saying also. I mean, they never they never say so. I mean, the the gold Golden State killer and he was from Bath. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and the the credit to Quinn Banford, but when he was like, when I found out he was from Bath, it was the least shocking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Apologies um, to all the listeners in Bath, New York. Very true. Was this your second time watching it? Yeah, this is the second time we watched this. I think sometime mid last year when it came out. Um, I honestly hit like, like when I was watching it, like I remembered like bits and pieces of it, but it kind of highlighted how poor my memory is. I was still like, I don't remember exactly how this plays out, um, which was good because like, I feel like with that kind of a movie, like it, it, you get way more out of it the first time. Like, I I think I enjoyed, uh, I don't want to say I enjoyed it more the first time, but like the whole thing is the suspense, right? So if you kind of have an idea of what's going to happen, it's, it doesn't kind of hit quite as hard. Um, and I do feel like they did a very good job with, uh, you know, keeping things suspenseful. And like, I mean, I thought the the camera work was pretty good because like, it's, it's hard to make like staring down like a literally an empty hallway be suspenseful, but they did that pretty well. The thing that like, I think stood out to me more this time than the last time, like I still, I still really liked watching it. Um, but I think I paid a little bit more attention to like the mental aspect of it and like how, how kind of messed up it is that you can like, he basically like drove this lady insane. Um, and she wasn't, but like, it just kind of was like, wow, like one person who just can be invisible could literally just mess with you until you're, you know, in a mental institution. Um, right. I was just like, dang, I hope that doesn't exist. <laughs> I, I, feel like, I feel like that's why I almost didn't. I feel like my taste in like these horror movies have changed. Actually, because like I feel like when we were kids and they were all these like really scary, supernatural, I was like scared of monsters. So, you know, I didn't like those. But now 
you know, shifting to be like, oh, you probably will like like the real life ones. And I'm like, no, now those are scarier because that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> you know, like going insane and all this stuff. It's like, no, no, give me the monsters. I'm cool <laughs> with that. <laughs> I agree with you. I mean, like, I didn't really... I don't really like to watch trailers or read anything about movies before I see them. Well, ones that I really want to see. Like for this one, I didn't, you know, look at any photos. Um, I didn't read. I didn't watch any trailers. And I was like, I thought, like you were saying in the beginning, I thought this was going to be like a monster, like an invisible monster, like kind of supernatural. But it was way more realistic than I thought it was going to be. Was the old one supernatural? He's like a doctor and he has this potion that makes him invisible. Um, and then he becomes a serial killer basically just sit where you are i'll get out and take the handbrake off and give you a little shove to help you on you'll run gently down and through the railings then you'll have a big thrill for a hundred yards or so till you hit a boulder then you'll do a somersault and probably break your arms then a grand finish up with a broken neck well goodbye kemp i always said you were a dirty little coward you're a dirty sneaking little rat as well goodbye it did, it did make me think about that because, like, I haven't seen the original. Um, but, like, because of how well I thought they, like, played off the, like, tech aspect of this, where I was like, I mean, this is, like, this is a little far-fetched, but it's, it, like, I, I could see how it would be feasible and, like, make it, like, semi-realistic. Um, I was having a hard time imagining how they would have done that, <laughs> you know, in the original. Right. It, something about the director, uh, Lee Wanell, I love him, but he works a lot with James Wan who does like the conjuring and you know, one of my favorite directors, like him and James Wan, you can tell they just, they use the same camera work, the same like sound design. He loves the shot where um, you're kind of in a close up, and as someone's falling, it kind of like the camera falls with them. And I think that's kind of cool. Um, I don't know how I got that from what we were just talking about, but, <laughs> um, but something that the director really likes is kind of like how to make tech scary. He loves like Terminator and RoboCop and things like that, which is from all those 80s films. And he's like, he made a film called Upgrade a couple years ago, which you guys should check out. It's not really horror. It's more of an action thriller, but it's fantastic. And it's kind of, it turns technology into something horrifying, which is kind of what this is. Did he ever do like a Black Mirror episode? No, but he would be really good at that. This is very Black Mirror. Yeah. Yeah, totally. This, I didn't think about that till right now, but this is basically like a long episode of Black Mirror. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it really is <laughs> and something that i something that surprised me about it was how well they modernized it the story and the character like i don't know a lot of times they try to make it too i, I don't know it's hard with like cell phones and all this technology but i feel like they did a really good job of making it not over the top and very realistic in my opinion the only thing that kind of bothered me and it there, there's it has happened a handful of times, but like I feel like she got smart like maybe twice. Like one when she just happened to dump paint on him, and another time where she like you know laid out uh, coffee, like coffee or wh- when like uh, when she was hiding in the closet and you could see the footstep. I was like, like if you're if, if you're worried about somebody you know being invisible around you, like figure it out you know like come on like let's not just like keep doing the same thing mm-hmm. wrong you know but that's the rational side of my brain i suppose it's i just- agree with that though i mean also, they're like, mentally in not a great state <laughs> so, like, that's true that's true <laughs> oh speaking of that elizabeth moss incredible don't get me wrong i love the story i love the movie but if she wasn't in this movie it wouldn't have been as good she carries the entire movie yeah yeah if there was no main character way worse 
<laughs> it's almost like if they were invisible. <laughs> Everyone in the movie is invisible. Save on the budget. <laughs> also, just in terms of like locations, I want to live in that house. Like D- one of the things D and I were talking about is like, she was like, could you live in a house of glass? Cause like that house that was kind of on the, um, it, was, it looked like it was right on the ocean. I was like, it, would that view? Hell yeah. You know? Um, but there, it is a little like, there is a little something unnerving about living in a house of glass. Oh yeah. Especially like when you're all alone, kind of isolated. Mm-hmm. I feel like in a lot of movies, they do that. Like you're in a giant house on the, on like the ocean side and you're the only house out there and you just hear the waves in the background. It's super eerie. I have a yeah. question about the house. It's kind of about the ending as well, though. Mm-hmm. But with sure. the security cameras, you know, at the end, she like makes sure he kills himself on the camera and then like backs mm-hmm. out. What? It was one of those things where I'm like, is there just one camera in his house? And then he, she leaves before the police get there and there's no other. Like, I, I thought it was a good ending, but it was one of those words. I was like, this seems. I don't know. Just I that think... one aspect. I think since she knew where the cameras were, since she lived there. When she was right. leaving the first time, she did like disable all but one of the cameras, I believe. Oh, but I, I, would, yeah. I, would, I would imagine he re-enabled them. But I, w- I, I think that, at least in my mind, proves she had a pretty good knowledge of where all the cameras were. So I'll, I'm, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt here. But No, you're totally right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, no, the disabling makes sense. I don't think I caught that. It was, it was early when she was initially uh, running away. Um, also, this is another. This is just like Bowfinger. Zeus was such a great dog character. I feel like that should be a, uh, a requirement for any of our movie picks. There needs to be a uh, a, good, <laughs> a good dog in it. I agree. I know. I wish there was a little more Zeus in it, but. Invisible yeah, dog, okay. maybe. Well, I'm ready for you to pick Air Buddies next time. So, <laughs> dang it! Hey, <laughs> how did you know? Um, but yeah, uh, going along with the location, um, the exteriors is different than the interiors. Like uh, most of the interiors were shot in a different house, oh. which is interesting. Where um, is the house? They're both. They're Australia. the The director's from Australia. There was the. I mean, I'm sure the interior could be anywhere. But th- when um, she got dinner with her sister. Um, like at least the outside part was was in the bay. Right, right. Yeah. Yep. And I think, I think the the exterior shots, the house, the, the I think you can stay there. I think you can rent that out. Like I think it's like a stay. What? I don't know. I want to stay there. House. I know. Like Twenty thousand a night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. When I first looked it up, you could. I don't know if they do it anymore, but um, yeah. I mean, that house is yeah. also very like villain you know yes. like batman villain-esque like what you would picture i don't know like, that's also like an iron man house i feel like it's just like that's what i'm saying dude he's a he's an evil that's iron true, man. but i feel like it's just slightly more cold like it more just just like a concrete like there's nothing cozy or warm it's just like you feel like it's a concrete slab on the beach i think you're describing modern architecture <laughs> kind of like interior design though Ah, okay. <laughs> um, did you guys have any favorite parts that, or like parts that stuck out to you, or 
favorite aspects of the movie in general. Maybe not part, but or things you didn't like. Is there anything that just stood out to you in negative or positive way? I did see like oddly a couple of days before I saw this, it just had popped up this comedian Fahim Anwar, like back when this came out, posted his like audition tape for this. That's oh. really funny. You know, it's just like pretending to be beat up for like two minutes <laughs> by by nothing. <laughs> Where are you? Where are you? My favorite part of this movie is this clip from this comedian about the movie. <laughs> when she was locked up and then, you know, she like knew he was there. So she like basically went to go kill herself because she knew he would stop him. And then that whole sequence of all the guards and getting out. Very gory and scary, but for some reason I liked that that aspect, yeah. especially the like just that struggle with those characters, you know, being like basically being like this person's mentally crazy, but also I see two people who have just been like killed, so I don't know what to do. And she's like, No, he's right behind you, and they're like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know how you'd respond if you were just if somebody was just like, Hey, there's like somebody invisible behind you, I'd be like <laughs> okay <laughs> and well, yeah and you're like a guard at like a mental you know you're like yeah these are crazy people here yeah exactly right. exactly but yeah from experience there's always a person there well, this is actually the last movie i saw in theaters um which is interesting about a year and ago oh my gosh that was about a year ago uh it's terrifying but a couple weeks after i saw it when like the pandemic started they did like a live stream like a watch party and the director was like on, you know, webcam and he would do Q and a throughout the movie, like a live commentary. So I, you know, I did that. Um, and it was super cool and interesting. Cause you know, there are a lot of questions like how often is he in the shot? Like how many times is he there? Like, and every time there was a scene with Elizabeth Moss and just like, you know, an empty room, like he would point out where he was in the exact, you know, moment. And he was in, I would say like 90, 95% of the shots. You just don't realize it. Oh, wow for that scene where she had the coffee on the floor. And then I, I was just thinking about how like annoying. I mean, to me, it would be super annoying to try and think through all these possible scenarios uh, that she might do. And like, he obviously thought that, Oh, she'll probably try to call my phone. And so he like put the phone in the attic above the room, which mm -hmm. I mean, like, but then, but then I was thinking about it. I was like, did he plant the phone there? Or did he, was he there and his phone just happened to be there? Like, and like, I, I would be curious to see what the director was saying for that particular scene. Cause I was like, you know, you're thinking he's in the room, but then you're thinking he's in the roof. And then like, wh where, where is he supposed to be? You know? Yep. I agree. I think or that's maybe it was the both of them because it was him yep. and the brother. So that right. could be too. Yeah. I, I don't know. When I first saw it, I thought he just left it up there, but it would be better if he planted it. It would make more sense. But that's like, that's like, so like he, he thought into that weight. I mean, obviously he thought into it way too much, but like, <laughs> that's like, that sounds exhausting. I, I can't, I can't think through all those different scenarios just to be like, well, if she does this, then it'll work like this. And 
I think it was like I think it played on like he thought he owned her basically like he knew every move she was gonna make I mean the whole movie was like her trying to escape him like he's gonna be around her her entire life it's like a control yeah. thing yeah yeah did we find out or do you have thoughts on how much the brother was involved and like yeah, if so he just did that at the end is like a sacrifice and be like it was him the whole time I think it was him at the hospital like when she was breaking out when he was killing all those guards i think that was the brother tom and then i obviously he was the one at the house but i think it was adrian all before that well so the and the one thing that it's not like any one scene but the thing that like i walked away like if i had to like summarize the entire movie in one word it was just like surprise you know and like uh, like that was him. And, and, and like when in that final scene, when that was the final word that he said to her before she went off and put the suit on to kill him. Um, that was like, to me, verification that it was him in the suit because mm -hmm. he said that word. And like, I feel like he was almost being like, like that was like another control thing. It's like, I know that I'm not going to admit it to you, but I want you to still think that it was me because now you're like, I feel like it's just like another layer of like messing with her. I know that you feel like you're going insane sometimes, but I'm the only one who can help you. Remember? Because I know you better than anyone else in the world. I mean, that shouldn't come as a surprise. I love like when you first started to kind of figure out that he was there, the subtle, the subtleties like the stove and then, you know, when he would sit on a chair or things like that. I love or like the breath behind her. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I thought it was I liked the kind of the build up to it. Like you knew he was there, but I don't know. There's so many cool ways, cool things you can do with this character, I feel like. Um, which I think to me it was I feel like it's genuinely creepy. Like just imagine like being in a house and someone just standing in your room, but just not saying anything but like i feel like get a stick and just like what you know <laughs> figure it out like <laughs> that's true a sword would have been a solid option <laughs> you know sometimes i think about like a movie shot in vr or like made for vr so like you're the main character or a character in it and just thinking of like how this would be such a terrifying one to truly oh be my in. gosh yeah <laughs> i wonder if they have that that would be very interesting. Also, like, I wonder if in in like a VR kind of thing, like if, I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe people at the U of R know, but like, if if something was truly invisible, like, would would there be any visual indication? Would it just be like highly cloaked, or is it like you cannot tell the difference? Like, if you were in VR and like you saw like a slightly like. Like, like, would your eyes be able to detect that something isn't quite right? Does that make you more suspenseful or does that like, just like, or do you just like not even know? So you're like just blissfully ignorant. Um, I don't know. I, I'd be curious to know, but like, I don't think we'll ever know. <laughs> it's kind right. of like that at, when he was like malfunctioning at the end, you know, it was like invisible and then you kind of see him for a second. You're like, oh no, you know, but then it disappears again. Mm-hmm. Which, how would that work? Like, I, for that, I would imagine it's kind of like an all or nothing thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm not that uh, knowledgeable Just, with tech suits. I, so. ignore, the, uh, ignore that part. The movie will be a bit more enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs>
something that really shocked me. Well, I guess not this time because I knew it was happening. But the first, the first time I saw this, the the dinner scene with her sister really got me. I had no idea that was coming. Yeah, because you'd think she did everything right there. She's going into public. It's a loud mm -hmm. place. There's like loud music. Um, so it, like, I mean, I feel like she actually start was trying to get smart about it, but he's just like two steps ahead of her, you know? Right. Quite literally. <laughs> right. Yeah. Joe, did you see that curtain move behind you? <laughs> okay, I just <laughs> must have seen something. <laughs> and the music was great. I wish they used more music. I get why they didn't though, because obviously they wanted that that just suspense of nothing. I thought it was gonna be like a <laughs> silent movie at the beginning. I was like, oh man, did Joe pick like a no words movie? <laughs> <laughs> the, I'm not that mean. There was like a like a, a period of time, I think, towards the beginning where it was like kind of like a pulsating audio. And I, I always turn it up a little bit louder for movies because I, I just like to watch them that way. But um, this was like her first time being in our house when we were watching a movie. And she was like legit afraid. She like stood up and like looked at the TV and um, I don't know. It was funny. When you watch this movie, it's it's so dependent on sound design and cinematography. Like you need you need to watch it on a big screen, high quality screen with really good sound because it. That's why I'm so glad I saw it in theaters. It was so much more effective in the theaters. I mean, it, it was great. Be, it needs to be dark too. It needs to be dark because it's a dark movie. Yeah, that's um, why I'm glad I watched it during the day on my MacBook. Out of those on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I would have killed you. I would have been like. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I have an old pair of Google glasses and it just played up here in the corner. <laughs> it's like, I think it was, I was on a plane and I think someone was watching Dunkirk and I was like, you're watching a Christopher oh. Nolan movie on a phone. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe they lost a bet or something. Maybe, but I mean, don't get me started on that movie. Dunkirk. I, yeah. I should have picked that one. <laughs> I know Jesse. Did we see that? We saw that together. Yeah, right? We all went and saw it when Glenn was visiting in Portland. Right. And we left and everyone kind of liked it. And I was in the backseat and I was like, it's kind of like, it's the wall E of Christopher Nolan. <laughs> but in a really bad way, like no offense to wall E. <laughs> right, right. That's hysterical. We're in a really good time for horror movies right now, whether you like them or not, Jesse. <clears throat> but just, I'm just specific about it. Was this Blumhouse? Yep. Yeah, I feel like they've been putting out a lot of good. Um, yeah. Like I, for a, for a while, I, I mean, personally, anyway, I, I felt like there wasn't a ton of good horror movies being put out, but maybe last like four or five, I feel like when Jordan Peele put get out, I feel like it, like everything started getting just like a lot better. I thought. Yeah. I think they are kind of figuring out their formulas and all that. And yeah, I don't know. They're they killing it. Getting but... more like Jordan Peele. I feel like almost brought more credibility to like horror, like from Hollywood credibility. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean Oscars. It's I feel like that's such a huge barrier for Oscars and hold like up. Every, what? <laughs> this is actually like a perfect segue because uh, I was doing some. I was looking into it because Oscars are usually about this time of year, right? Yeah, it'll um, be beginning next month. Well, but I think they're actually delayed until April, right? Oh, I don't know. I was kind of sad about that, but it, it got me thinking and it kind of uh, is, is why I'm going to pick the movie for next week, which I, I think is going to be Parasite. Ooh, Ooh. Okay. another uh, modernized house. Yeah. 
also a movie I've actually been wanting to watch and I haven't seen. Hey. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? I have not. I, I still haven't seen it. It's I've so seen it good. four times, I think. Yeah. yeah, it's it's great. Oh, sweet! I'm excited. Cool. And it also it also like totally fits into that um, genre of movies, uh, kind of like what I, with what I was talking. I, I I was thinking about subjecting you guys to Hot Fuzz, which I probably will at some. point. I was literally about to say. I bet <laughs> JoJo. I was like, Joe's probably going to pick Hot Fuzz or something yeah. very similar. Honestly, that is for sure on my list. I'm going to make you guys do it at some point. But cool. um, no, dude, I'm stoked on Parasite though. I've I love that movie. I think it's. The director, he did like he did a few other films before that, um, and I feel like this film really brought him into the spot. I mean, obviously the spotlight. He won freaking Oscars, but I don't know. I think he's getting the credit he deserved. Like, I would love and, to see some of his other movies. I I, I remember when I when I initially watched it. Uh, I'm I'm blanking on the name, but I was looking into a few of his other ones, um, and I just I don't know why I, I didn't watch them, but I I would really like to because I, you know. I, I feel like I generally haven't watched a ton of like foreign films um, mm-hmm. or at least like f- films that are not in English. Like that, that seems like it's been a barrier for me for some reason. But then I watched, um, I started watching dark, um, which, you know, that's in, in German, I think. Dark. And then it's a, it's a series on Netflix, but um, oh, okay. I'm excited to watch this. I'm ge- I'm genuinely surprised that you picked that. I know you liked it, but I didn't realize. I didn't. I just didn't think you were gonna pick it. I, I think cool. it kind of fits into the like type of movie that I like, though. I'm, we'll talk totally. more about it next week. But um, I mean, it's got invisible. Like, let's just do it right now. <laughs> it's it's cool. It's it's like a borderline. It's not horror, but it's got horror elements for sure. We, Jesse hasn't but seen I'm, it. We can't ruin true. it. <laughs> True. But <laughs> if you're gonna check out Oliver's work, have you seen Snowpiercer from 2013? That's a good that's, one. Yeah, that's that's the one I think I was looking into watching. I just never got around to. The host is really good. Wait, that's the Snowpiercer is the same director mm-hmm. as Parasite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he did I'm a film called sure Octa, which is really good. Because you know, how people say how like comedians are actually really good dramatic actors a lot, like Robin mm-hmm. Williams. Um, and yeah. then I love that Jordan Peele is this like outstanding, like breakout comedian, like so funny, Key and Peele. And then he goes into horror and just makes like the best movies there are, right? Like right out the gate. That's ridiculous. I love that though. I love when people transition like that. It's fascinating to me. I think it's super impressive, oh, it's so first cool. of all. And it's so cool to see like he is, I mean, he's amazing. Like anytime someone, yeah, takes like, you know, I'm fascinated by like that creativity across subjects, but anytime mm. someone is like in a field and then uh, transitions to another field and is like a- amazing at that almost because of where they came from, like the other thing. Mm-hmm. So cool to watch. It's like, like the new Halloween film, Danny McBride produced it. Like he helped write it. Like yeah. he loves horror movies, but he's just such a comedic person. But it's so cool. Like I thought he did a great job with that. And it's I don't know. It's cool because you can see. I feel like when these people do that, they go into their true passion. Like Jordan Peele is clearly truly passionate about horror. Like I was watching this interview, and he was wearing the exact outfit that Jack Torrance from The Shining was wearing. Like the the same flannel. It was really subtle, and you would only know if you know The Shining. And he didn't even mention it on the interview. But I don't know. I just thought that was great. A little Easter egg for true fans. Like, for true fans. Exactly. See, that's why it I was just... laughing at the strangers. There's such a good connection between comedy and horror. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could pick that one, but 
Jesse's already laughed through it. Watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. Maybe you were saying how like you know the more realistic ones are more scary for you now. So maybe home invasions a little bit realer now. I don't know. Yeah, I pro- honestly, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't like this one at all. Not anymore. Give Not me the monsters. <laughs> I'm uh, yeah, I'm curious on what's gonna happen because uh, they were trying to revamp the like the dark universe, which is all like the old Universal monster movies, basically. Um, and they started with the Mummy, that Tom Cruise movie that came out a few years ago, and it did awful. So they, they like Johnny Depp was supposed to play the Invisible Man, and Angelina Jolie was the Bride of Frankenstein. They had this whole thing kind of mapped out, but the Mummy did so poorly, uh, they just canceled it all. So why would you all the director? It? Why would you name it the Mummy? I mean, after like the hit mean? Brendan Fraser movie, I don't know, the Mummy. Dude. I mean, what else? What else are you gonna call? Have you it? guys seen the Brendan Fraser Mummy? <laughs> Love that movie. We should. I love so that. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do like the endings. I feel like better when they're very stern on like this just being its own thing, because like it just feels like it wraps up nicer. I really liked that storyline with her. I forget his name. At the Adrian? end. Adrian. No, 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 no. I did not like this. Her relationship with Adrian. Oh, the cop. Yeah. <laughs> I like like that whole storyline and just like his struggle with like helping her, but then his daughter plays into it. But mm. then at the end, you know, he like obviously has that struggle knowing that she killed him for a second, right. you know, and she's like, You saw it, right? Mm. Like, yeah, it looked like he killed himself. Also, like it's just kind of remarkable that he like didn't be like, You crazy lady. I feel like he trusts her the whole time, even though when even when they put her away, he was still kind of like on her side. But you can't really do anything unless you prove it. And that is the I love it about this movie, but it's also so frustrating. You can't prove it because it's like this guy's invisible. <laughs> well, that's that's I, I mean, I don't want to do too much realism into this movie, but like, how is the government not aware that that is a thing? Like, <laughs> you don't, I don't think there's government agents in all our rooms right now invisible i'm not gonna say that answer (laughs) microphone (laughs) this film is supposed to be realistic yeah so like you have to kind of think about that which actually makes it harder so exactly props yeah maybe it's in like the men in black universe whoa (laughs) theories just throwing them out there i do love that um there's like these behind the scenes videos on YouTube that you can watch of like how they did it. And it's just this, you know, this guy in this green suit, just trying choking her. It's really funny to watch. <laughs> It'd be really hard. I feel like, like acting with green screen. It's- yeah. D-, D actually made that comment when, uh, they first like had a little tussle in the house. Uh, she was like, this has to be really hard to act with. Cause I mean, she's just like, you know, going around on the ground, just like flailing around um i'm like that has to be really hard to act <laughs> oh yeah yeah i think she did a great job yeah is there any new movies movies coming out movie news congress godzilla, <laughs> the, godzilla? I, I, I did get a notification that that disney um mighty ducks uh thing yeah. is coming out. i know i was like this is perfect time for our episode oh that disney <laughs> picked up our podcast <laughs> yep. Um 
So. No, I was saying uh, it's Kong versus Godzilla. They just they're oh. making that movie. Um, speaking of that, though, I'm curious how you guys feel about this. HBO, have you guys seen that they're gonna like release all of their movies on HBO and in theaters at the same time? This is the first time hearing of it, but to be honest, I don't hate that. Like, I, obviously, mm-hmm. I prefer to watch certain movies in the theater, um, mm-hmm. but I am not against giving people options. You know what I mean? Plus, I like, if it's me. HBO, it's literally home box office. Like, right. this that, is what you do. Yeah. I was just saying yesterday um, of that on HBO that um, the movie with Rami Malik. Oh, yeah, with Jared Leto, right? That new yeah, one. Yeah. I almost picked that one too. Ooh, I want to see that one. one. The yeah. like t- the little piece, the tiniest piece something like the late the last piece um but it you know it's on hbo for a month i think and then it's being taken off it's like Mm -hmm. on till february 28th but i was just saying yesterday that i'm like oh it's so nice when i hear about a movie now that i know i can just go watch it because there are movies where i'm like oh i don't want to see this in the theater but like i want to remember this for when it leaves the theater you know and then i never i never remember but now you hear a movie and you instantly know like, oh, I could just go watch that. Yep, I agree. I think it's nice. I mean, there are some movies where I, I don't care about seeing in the theater. Um, and then some I watch, and I'm like, oh, I wish I could see that in theaters. And it's kind of nice to have that option. Like if you do watch it, and you're like, oh, this is great. And then you could still go to the theater and watch it. Um, like Jojo and I, like- we watched uh, Promising Young Young Woman the other day. The one with uh, Carrie Mulligan. I don't know if you guys have heard of that one. Um it's really good. I I almost picked it, but it's, I don't know. The subject matter is a little, not the most pleasant, but it's a, it's a really well done movie. I would highly recommend it. I think it's HBO. I don't I know. I wonder Maybe. if we'll ever get into a, a model where um, it's almost like on demand movie theater. Like, uh, like I know they have lots of movie theaters that are a little bit smaller, you know, like maybe like 10 people movie theaters. Um, I wonder if they'll ever get to the point where it's like you go to the theater to watch a movie of your choosing, um, but you basically just get the theater experience, but you get to pick the movie. I actually think that'd be kind of cool. That would be cool. I know theaters are starting to do that. Like you can rent out the theater for parties. There's probably a lot of, you know, retail space opening up. True. Unfortunately, but to even just have like these little spots, like right off main streets of have a turn into like one or two of these mini theaters that you can just come in and that's a cool idea yeah book one movie there was a place out in portland that was one of my favorite theaters though the i think it was called the little theater um but it was based in new york the little theater oh no so maybe that theater (laughs) maybe it wasn't the the i do like that theater but uh i'm I'm gonna blank on the name but what we talked about was that on 23rd Mm -hmm. i know exactly there's like a like a bar area and then there was probably like five or six Mm -hmm. uh like 10 person theaters this is only more reason to upgrade everyone's home theater setup. Like Joby has got a pretty cool setup right now, but could be better. Well dump some, yeah, get some tiered seating, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, curtains. Again, if anyone has a uh, movie ticket printing machines, <laughs> Joe please, really wants them. I will pay printer. anything. <laughs> Jesse, I didn't. I don't know if I got your consensus. Did you actually like the movie or no? <laughs> I don't know if I've fully decided myself if I like the movie or not. That's that's an acceptable it was, answer. I think He's it was good. <laughs> you know, I think there's good opinions on both sides of this one. You know, like, 
<laughs> um, I, I think it was good. Would I watch it again? No. Um, gotcha. I think I would recommend, like, if, you know, for someone who's into these, like, again, realistic horror thriller kind of things, I'd probably be like, oh, yeah, you should check that out. Like, it was good. It's not Bowfinger. I was hoping at the end, the Invisible Man was Steve Martin. <laughs> I, That'd be a it's it's Jif. it's Jif. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same universe, but it kind of let me down there. So that's I'll, fair. You know, I could point out maybe in like five podcasts, check back with me, and I'll have like a more okay. solidified opinion. I'll remember to get back to you on that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And Joe, you, I mean, you liked it the first time. I i know you liked it better yeah, the first I, I time. Thought right? it, I thought it was a good movie. I i feel like I got a little bit more of the suspense side of it the first time. Mm-hmm. So I, I i would probably say I enjoyed it more the first time. Um, but I feel like, like like I said, like I got more into like the mental side of it this time, um, which is like a whole other layer. So yeah, oh, yeah def- totally definitely a, a fun movie. I, I yeah. thought they, they did it really well. We should develop some kind of ranking system so we can each mm-hmm. give our, you know, like, this gets like, you know, three out of five stars, but something more fun than that. Let's do it. But, you know, just a little way. And then we can, you know, keep track this gets of three bow fingers, three, <laughs> <laughs> three bow fingers up, uh, you know, and then we couldn't even rent, you know, like go through the podcast and then, and then they each have our own little scores next to them. Let's do it. archive. Yeah. I'm next just episode, curious. Like, we'll it would just be that. curious to me to have that, you know, to look yeah. back at. Yeah, let's talk it over, and then uh, for Joe's Parasite episode, we can uh, do that. I am excited yeah. for Parasite, though. Cool. I think you'll like it. I hope you like it, yeah. I think you'll like it better than this one. I love this movie. If you're into horror, if you're into thrillers, like they were saying, like you guys were saying, go check it out. Use our um, code onset. Somewhere. Use our code onset for no reason. Maybe, maybe you'll get some off. We don't <laughs> it won't work, but do that. <laughs> it might. I don't know. Just send us an email for no reason with the promo code. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Or hit us up on Instagram. Well, that wraps it up. Right? Yeah. (laughs) We're getting uh, some slates for future episodes.